mountaintop Burning like a silver flame The summit of beauty and love Andrea is her name She's got us Yeah baby, she's got us I am Andrea I'm your fire with your desire Welcome back, Galactic Rivers. I think I'm going to skip the usual bells and whistles because there's just too much to talk about. <clears throat> the last couple weeks uh, since I had the little accident, which, you know, we all know nothing is ever truly an accident. There's always some kind of uh, purpose for things in my experience. Uh that doesn't always unfold right away, but so much has happened over the last two weeks. And because of it, I have connected with a lot of different people and had big epiphanies. Um, I'm not even sure where to start. The one thing that I know I'm feeling is a relief, a release of tension have been building for such a long time and I'm not saying that everything is fine now and you know let's just all uh, run off to utopia because things are a process and it takes time but some of the realizations I had this last week were really surprising to me uh, I don't necessarily it's difficult with the politics thing because depending on what you care about, there is a clear choice for each person. And I'm not going to say if you voted for Trump, don't follow me or in no judgment to anyone who's doing that. Everyone has to feel how they feel. Okay. I get that. But, um, you know, and I'm also not going to unfollow some people I know who are maybe listening to some so-called experts in conspiracy theory things that I think may turn out to be deceiving them. <clears throat> and then there's, uh, you know, people on the other extreme left side who understandably have a knee-jerk reaction to... Um, take vengeance through bullying and harshness and um, judgment. You know, prodding the other side because they feel like they've been victimized for the last four years. And that is a feeling I completely understand. Um, I'm an assault survivor numerous times in my life. Thankfully, the last time was 19 and nothing has happened since then. But, you know, I had pretty much every version of that that there is. And uh, when uh, he was elected, I felt betrayed by my country. I felt betrayed that 
so many people had voted for this person. And then with this election, it was very difficult for me because I was trying to just focus on the highest good for everyone, whatever that was. But at the same time, I know LGBTQ and BIPOC people especially are suffering. And then so many others are suffering because of their connections and the thing is, is we are all connected at this point. We are becoming not just even one country, but one world. And we have to be able to get along and cooperate. And we especially have to cooperate in order to have a hospitable environment for human beings to live in. I mean, the planet will be fine no matter what happens. You know, she'll just shake us off like a bad cold. Or with a bad cold. Ever pondered that? If maybe... You know, this was Earth's way of putting humans in a little bit of a timeout. That doesn't make it right. And I'm, I feel the waves of grief and sadness and uh, frustration from people every day about all of those that have died and the families that are left behind and all the healthcare workers and. Policemen and activists and just everybody in one way or another, whether they're hurting or they have hope right now, it's the same thing. And there's this like reflexive release of just frenzied pendulum swing. It's like, uh, and both sides just keep pushing hard against the other and backing them up to a wall. So, over this last week when I saw that um, things were going the way I kind of thought they would, I realized that about 80% of my local community was probably going to be in some state of grief or being upset. And I know there's people out there who want to go, well, if those dumb idiots and who cares but (sighs) four years ago they said the same thing about you so I guess what I'm trying to say is insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result So if we keep swinging this pendulum like a bunch of, you know, children on a playground getting even with each other, um, we're just going to get more of the same, even with what I believe is leadership that seems to truly want to unify and bring back connection to the rest of the world. One of the things that, uh, I mean, there were so many things about this election that personally affected me, um, immigration, uh, healthcare, so many things, trans rights. Uh, so it all mattered to me and I had to pull away a little bit from those that chose to take the path of, uh, it not mattering or that it's funny to vote for celebrities 
oh, and um, risk condemning us to another four years of what I think would have been really not pleasant. There's also a lot of stuff going out there right now. There's so much confusing information about what's really going on with the pandemic and our health scare, but what I want to say to that is I know so many people who are either doctors or nurses or caregivers who have pers personally seen what's happening and people dying and being very sick and I don't believe that getting a flu shot is going to make your COVID worse if you get COVID. I think getting the flu plus COVID will definitely make COVID worse. But at any rate, we all have to go with our gut. And I feel like just putting information out there that you really have no way of verifying or you have no personal experience with. I mean, if you are in an area where you're just not seeing it, um, you don't have anyone you personally know who's lost people, then that's great and I'm happy for you, but that is not the experience of many other communities. And um, the reason Europe is shutting down before things get bad is because it was horrific there, especially in Italy. I have a very good friend that I made through singing on Smule karaoke app who lives in Italy and he was in the area that was worst hit and was in lockdown for so long and lost so many people at the very beginning of the pandemic and he personally lost several friends and every day I would message him to make sure he was okay and see what was happening over there for him and this is a good honest man he has no reason to lie to me or anybody else and their community there what is there like an entire world conspiracy where every government every leadership every media outlet that there's some magical dark power that's able to manipulate and control all of that I mean, we can't even get our Wi-Fi to work consistently. Do you really think there is anybody that capable? I mean, have you been to the DMV or uh, any sort of a <laughs> an ER, any sort of an institution and seen any evidence that there are some grandmaster puppet string pullers that can... Um, hide everything and lie and make this all some grand scheme and plot to, I don't know, uh, what, inject alien DNA into us or experiment on us. And I do think that they're, you know, requiring medical staff to have no choice but to take a vaccine that is not proven safe yet is totally unacceptable. That definitely is experimenting on people. But, you know, if they want to volunteer, that is another matter entirely. Uh, 
But the idea that as human beings on this planet, we actually have our shit together that well is just astounding to me and makes me chuckle because I see how much difficulty we have doing basic things. <sighs> so even if you don't believe uh, COVID is real, please just wear a mask for the benefit of some other people. Even if it's just for their mental health. And even if it's just to be in a state of unity instead of a state of opposition all the damn time. But, you know, you do you. And that leads me to why I'm really here, I guess, is that I want to uh, talk about how, as things were progressing this last week, I realized how many people were going to be feeling hurt and sad. And one of my functions, a lot of people call it different things, sin eater, um, you know, healing, uh, the collective. Um, I call it Gaia balancing because I project my love, my unconditional love and light out to a giant, um, field of energy that I project around the planet and connect with earth and earth sends that back. It is healing for the planet. It is helping undo some of the damage. And my function is to remove toxins, whether that's toxic emotions, polarities, imbalances, you know, from, uh, environmental things that are happening on the earth or have been done to the earth by people, uh, restoring balance of resources and abundance to underdeveloped countries and uh, different civilizations that have been colonized and oppressed. That is my function. So while I had a brief moment of feeling a tiny bit of fear of living in a community that I knew was going to be potentially really pissed off, I mean, we actually had some armed, you know, protesters show up at a BLM event here saying stuff like, uh, there's more of us than there are of you, you know, pretty ugly. And, and that's a very small, small percentage. And I know that. So when I realized that they were going to be feeling the same kind of heartbreak that I did and the same kind of betrayal and the same kind of fear four years ago. I realized that I had to immediately shift my perspective. So I started working on my love expansion exercise. And in that process, I connected the physical motion, the breath, the chanting, the music I created, and it all goes together. And I will be presenting that and teaching everyone how to do that. It, there's a little bit of technical difficulty trying to figure out how to record it, have the music, um, be able to go live. Uh, but I'll get there and I'll figure it out. And in the meantime, um, I will also do, you know, videos explaining the motion of it. But what this does is it sends out this love energy that 
is just gentle and transformative and seems to neutralize all of this polarity and all of this pushing and pulling and fighting. The other thing I did is I volunteered to tutor kids online in my community if anyone needed that resource through our mutual aid society. Uh, I can help people learn math no matter who their parents voted for. And I can help parents no matter who they voted for. And the way to build a bridge between these two polarities is not to avoid each other. It's not to yell at other people. And the response to me doing that was pretty phenomenal. And I'm hoping that I'm going to be able to help a lot of parents over this winter as we get put to more remote learning. Um, yeah, putting it out there, that academic tutoring is a service on my booking site. Uh, and I'm, I can do K through 12 and I'm very, um, patient and loving. And even if it's just, oh my gosh, I'm home with my kids now and they're doing this online school and I'm losing my mind. I can just, um, give you some tips and some support, kind of the coaching that I got when I was new to it, when my kids were little. So doing all these things made me realize that, uh, that's why I'm here. You know, that's why I don't live in Boulder where everybody is, um, more aligned with my personal thinking because I need to be here to help these people here process what's happened. And the other thing I figured out is that doing this love expansion avoids the necessity for me having to physically suffer severe purging symptoms. Um, most people who do this sort of grid work or land clearing or, uh, processing these big emotional events or pressure releases of earth. They tend to have, um, physical effects from that. And, you know, a lot of us have like, what the heck do I have the stomach flu? Oh no. I'm just processing the fact that everyone's really upset about this thing that just happened. So, all of that combined is what led me to say, okay, well, this is what I need to do is now that I've put all of these links together and I know how to combine light codes and octanal healing and physical movements like the OA and breathing and, um, energy expansion, I can actually help people in a way that it doesn't matter what we believe, what we think. And, and honestly, I think just doing the physical move, even if someone is so non-woo, they believe in nothing. There is something about the way this is soothing that I believe can help people awaken to things. The other function I see this happening, having, happening, <laughs> the other function I see this having is that everyone keeps talking about how you know, in 7D, 
vibration. We're going to have the ability to share knowledge with each other in a different way in more of a, more of like a, a telepathic way. There's the word. Jeez. So I'm fairly certain that part of, and not that this way that I'm talking about the love expansion is the only way to do it. Um, there's going to be a lot of different ways, just like there's a lot, a lot of different genre of music and different kinds of storytelling. There will be different kinds of ways to connect and expand your unconditional love and tap into this. But however you choose to do it, expanding your love field, making your love bigger, learning how to do that is then how when you connect with individual people, it's almost like you're just in this pool of energy and suddenly you are slightly better at this art thing that you've never been good at before. Or you're, you know, you find yourself, huh, I guess I can do this yoga or I, there, there is a knowing that comes through that, that eliminates the need for certification, studying and, uh, permission and force and competition and deceitfulness. So. Doing this exercise will most likely help some of you uh, connect with your own abilities and tap into what you programmed for yourself in this life experience and what you wanted to come here to do. Uh, the trail of breadcrumbs that led me to this point of feeling like I have a complete and whole creation to share with people goes back to my earliest memories. And I'm not even going to try to name off all the people that have given me little <laughs> dots to connect. That's a reference to someone I had a reading with this week. Uh, I read for her and um, she is a connector of dots, but at any rate, uh, lots of different people have provided these dots to connect for me that have led me to now, but it started in early childhood. I used to do these motions with my hands that honestly, some people probably were like, what is this weird child doing? And why aren't her parents annoyed by this? But there was something about me doing it that seemed to soothe and calm me and also people around me. I grew up with a lot of chaos and drama from age zero, pretty much. But the other thing about me was that, you know, if you go back to my first intro episode, which I'm not telling you, please go listen to more of me, but that explains how I never forgot that I wasn't, that this wasn't my home. I never forgot my soul existed. I remembered being born. And so 
the world felt so dark to me and chaotic and I had this love inside me and I knew that I was supposed to share it, that it was my job to share this love and to just love the world. And so these hand mo movements that I were doing, I now understand are light codes, but, and it's a way of moving energy through the body and helping to facilitate healing for others as well. So I had all these different things like that, that I did as a kid and there were different, um, I would, it wasn't exactly dancing and it wasn't swaying, but I did a lot of choir up until high school. And then I got a job to pay for clothes that wouldn't get me bullied. But, uh, I would be in choir and I always was called out because they were like, why are you swaying? <laughs> and it was more than just moving in time to the music. It was this motion that I did from the time I was little and it was in it. I think what it does is I think it mimics rocking uh, without actually having to like, you know, curl up in a ball and rock back and forth. <laughs> but I found that soothing. So as all of these things have been coming together over the last few weeks, um, the final thing that I figured out yesterday was that... Um, the Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Chakra healing song that I put together that also has some light language, Shantianofia, which means you are safe. Uh, <laughs> it, it's as if I wrote the song to go with the physical movements without knowing that I was doing that and it all fits together. And I think it's going to be very healing for people and feel good. So my intention is to explain how to do it. I'll record a video, hopefully with the music, if I can figure that out so that I'm demonstrating how I'm doing it in long view. Uh, it's a little difficult for me to do that because I don't have enough equip equipment at this point where I could get, you know, a more remote, um, mic from me to the phone to the the video and all that so uh and I don't want to have to yell at the camera it's honestly better if I don't have to um you know be talking while I'm doing it so I will start doing that love expansion thing um on lives as well uh on a regular basis just to kind of put out that healing energy and anyone who wants to join is welcome to join or just um be present and accept that, uh, unconditional love that I'm sending out. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited to, um, <laughs> put this out there. It's taken a while for all of it to come together. The larger hand movements the cardinal direction positioning and the breath that 
first started coming to me about 20 years ago. And I think that's part of what allowed me to keep expanding my energy field and clearing and staying in a state of unconditional love. And I knew at that point more clearly that it was that I was often processing things that weren't my feelings. I was often clearing things that weren't necessarily, you know, my wounds or karma or whatever. And that, um, I was just supposed to keep loving the world into a higher vibration. And, um, then the OA came out and I saw them doing those coordinated physical movements together (laughs) to jump timelines. And I, pardon my language, but I went, you know, holy shit. I can't fucking believe what I'm looking at (laughs) because I was like, okay, I am not crazy. And everything I've been doing since I was a small child makes sense. So I'm very grateful to my guides and, uh, galactic partners and team and, Everyone I am on this soul mission with in this go around on earth, I'm grateful to everyone that listens or interacts with me on Instagram or in groups or anywhere, um, because you've all been part of me finding these keys and you've all been part of me connecting these dots and I have my particular focus. I'll still be doing readings, of course, because I love the cards and they love me back. And I really love helping people that way. So I changed my um, structure a little bit just based on what I'm seeing the energy output of things is. So I do have uh, a couple different reading options. There's um, a trauma healing uh, consultation as well, where we can try to work through getting you on your path to releasing that. But I really feel like the love expansion dance and hopefully if I can start getting people to, uh, do it with me when I'm doing it live on zoom or live on Instagram, we can keep growing this unconditional love that I, I, I believe with every fiber of my being, every bit of my light of origin, all of my muse, time hopping, crazy intuition, (laughs) mentaka alien channeling self, I know that this can help a lot of us. And I know that the more of us who are able to release all of the things we've been holding on to in opposition with each other and learn how to just love the earth. Let her send that healing back to you. I really believe that we can fix our environment and shift society in a way that will seem like the magic we've all been wanting to see. 
We are the magic. We are the ones who are going to make the magic happen. Each on our own little individual basis, connecting with Mother Gaia, receiving back that healing, and completing what a friend of mine called a toroidal loop. Uh, look up a Taurus if you don't know what I mean by that. And I don't mean the astrological sign Taurus. I mean the um, sacred geometric uh, shape of a Taurus, T-O-R-U-S. Maybe I'll put one on the cover of this episode. But expanding out that field and closing that circuit of unconditional love between you and the earth automatically loves everybody else too and you will find that those that you find um, those who you found in the past to be grating or maybe even that you claim to hate them it's not that you suddenly forgive them or excuse things that they've done necessarily although we need to get away from crime and punishment being handled the way it is. There is a better way of justice. I listened to a podcast called Women's War and these women fought off ISIS and then reformed the government in such a way that justice there is so community involved and beautiful. It's with with radical forgiveness. It's really quite unbelievable. But they're doing it and so that tells me it's possible. But at any rate, you're going to find that people that um, and things that used to piss you off or you had a negative charge with are just neutralized. And people may even start behaving differently around you. I know they do me. I have little examples of it all the time because I'm still human and I am struggling with things too that trigger me. Like uh, recently, um, I had my mom out. I had to take her out to the doctor and... We had to stop at a store, a couple guys um, of a certain stereotype, not wearing masks, and uh, I felt really angry about it because I'm out here with my elderly mom who has memory issues, and I never know when she's going to stick her finger in her eye. You know what I mean? And I mean, I'm not saying like it's just going to throw itself at you. I'm not that paranoid, but it's to me what gets me mad is it feels like selfishness that they can't care enough about others to do a slightly inconvenient thing when they're running in a store for something but at any rate um and never mind all the people who have to work there <clears throat> but at any rate what i do now when i start to have those feelings or thoughts is i immediately go into love expansion and I remember that they are a part of me. They are all aspects of me. They are all facets of me. They are all part of this oneness that we have all originated from. And I love them and want their highest good. And so as I'm standing there doing it and getting a handle on my own annoying at times humanness that, uh, like, sometimes I feel like I should be past it, you know? But we'll get there. <clears throat> so, sure enough, I started to feel differently. And then they wound up letting us go ahead of them. 
and being very polite and courteous and kind. And um, that moment was changed between them and me because there's a good chance that if I was having the feelings I was having, they may have been having the, um, you know, judgment of me about having masks on who knows. But all I know is that in that moment, being able to go into love expansion in that way and push that energy out, uh, transform that moment. And that is possible on a global scale. Now, the most exciting part of all this is the physical healing. And this is the main reason why I had to slip on my threshold uh, of my back door in the ice and snow and whack my head on the metal door and then shortly after uh, slide down the bottom half of my staircase inside um, sliding down my right hip on the carpeted stairs. Now I have a bunch of uh, various some of them are genetic. So, I mean, alien DNA, whatever, autoimmune, who knows. But as a result, uh, my joints are a little loosey-goosey. I am prone to injury and um, I have struggled with like healing time. Um, in the past, that kind of uh, hitting my head twice hard and then you know, hurting my body, my back, my hips, um, and then really scraping the crap out of my, my side on the carpet. Um, that was all to show me intangible evidence, which I'm not going to post it on Instagram or Facebook or anything because not everybody is cool with gory photos. Okay. But if you do want to see the photos of my bruising, uh, and how quickly it healed, I will send them to you if you just DM me or, or PM me, wherever. But in the past, when I have had these kinds of falls or injuries where I've had that deep black, blue, purple, you know, big hematoma looking thing, uh, and then um, a really deep scrape with scabbing and all that, it would take months for that to heal and go away. And, um, I probably would have been laid up quite a bit more afterwards, just, you know, pain. And, but instead it did this weird thing of fixing some stuff, making some things feel better. And then, uh, once my, um, you know, my bruising, started to heal, I was like, wait a minute. And I started looking back through pictures and realized how quickly it had, uh, peaked and then healed. Um, I realized that this love expansion thing and this Gaia connection truly is physically healing. And this is the piece that I think those of us who do grid work, um, sin eating, whatever you want to call it. Those of us that the, those of us that are like the cleanup crew that processes for the collective. Um, that is how we 
heal in this energy exchange with the earth. That is how we get the new bodies everyone's talking about, which that'll be a whole other episode where I talk about um, body image and how it relates to the woo community and our fantasy of how we keep oddly reinforcing these beauty norms that we're at the same time trying to get to the point where we realize they're stupid and don't exist. <clears throat> so uh, that being said, the way we get these um, upgraded bodies is by doing this work. It's by completing that circuit with Gaia and allowing that energy flow from source energy through our crown chakra out of us into Gaia and then Gaia back into us. This is the loop. And so that loop um, has massive healing power. I, the amount of progress I have made physically in the last three years is pretty astounding. Three years ago, I had to spend probably half of my life resting or on bed rest or sleeping. Um, and I kind of feel like a lot of that was training at this point, but uh, I'm preparing me for this. But... That's why I'm so excited now, because I think that we are starting to lose the requirement of having to suffer as part of the cleanup crew. Are we clearing trauma and karma? And I'm kind of sick of the word trauma, to be honest, but if we're clearing wounds and we're healing the land and atoning for all the hurts that have been caused to Gaia and her indigenous people. That is how we get that physical healing. And we don't have to, uh, you know, have stomach flu <laughs> every time something big happens to achieve that. I, before I figured all this stuff out and started doing this work, I had been to through so many uh, GI procedures and also holistic interventions and um, pathways to try to get my, you know, whatever, you name it, IBS, reflux, uh, you know, there were never any explanations for any of it really. And every time I would have testing, you know, I was just perfect. Um, so it's kind of funny because, you know, it turns out, uh, I was just eating and digesting the world's toxicity when there were so many people asleep that it was needed to keep the powder keg from blowing, I guess. And to keep the vibration up until 
it was time. I'll have to listen back to this because that sounded like a whole lot of long rambling. I'm pretty tired after that massive uh, release of tension. But I'm also very peaceful and hopeful. It's strange. This is the first Sunday since before the pandemic started that I feel kind of like just a regular lazy day where I'm not worried about where things are going and what's happening and what I'm supposed to be doing because I know what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm doing it. And I know you're all out there doing it too. And I'm so grateful to every last one of you, everyone who's a light worker, even if we disagree about stuff, you're still making a difference. You're still anchoring the light. You're still out there trying to elevate. That was an uncomfortably long pause, but I was trying to decide what my final thoughts are on this. Because I feel like when I'm just talking like this, I don't want it to be three hours long, you know? It's one thing if you have an exciting guest. Oh, speaking of guests, yes. I'll have a lot more guests on. Uh, took the art class with Kristen from Junebug Arts. Doing a painting of my root chakra. And it was so much fun. Very enlightening. Um, we might try to do it as a joint IG live. And then I'll uh, pull the audio from that perhaps. Uh, to talk about my experience of doing it. And how it was beneficial to me. And how much fun it was um and then uh i have nimway from femme fatale tarot coming on and several other people who i'm asking to be guests and i want to let you know i added that as an a button on my booking page for podcast interview if you want to come on and talk about anything uh book a time and we'll do it via phone or laptop whatever you have available just need some earbuds or headphones or something and um, <clears throat> then uh, we can record some collaboration because that's really what it's all going to be about is collaboration and that's what it always has been about that's the funny thing is all of this is just bringing us back to where we started the Ouroboros, the serpent, the Kundalini rising, the ebb and flow, up, down, in, out, go in to help without. All of those things are true. So watch for more to come. I'm really excited to get this stuff out there, but I also need to let my body rest because I was doing a lot of work this last few weeks, metaphysically and tangibly in the 3D world. Um, my mom most likely has dementia or Alzheimer's at this time, I'm going to say. I understand that both those things are technically degenerative and there's no cure. However, I also really believe in 
energetic healing and I'm not giving up on the idea of at the very least slowing it down and then there was the massive uh, relief today seeing what our new president in the U.S. had to say about immigration and trying to help um, countries that have been affected by the Muslim ban unfairly and kept honestly plunged people into such a deeper level of poverty nobody has any idea I'll be doing separate videos and talks about Nigeria and my personal commitment to trying to help there and how I think we can bypass uh, governments for now and help people individually on a one-on-one -on -one basis and I'm going to commit some of my personal earnings to do that uh, I'll be offering mini readings for a lump uh, prepayment and any money collected from that is going to go to my financial empowerment experiment which will be uh, providing a no interest loan to one person who has a good business idea and giving them a chance to see if they can make that happen because that's the thing most of the people there are very hardworking and even those that we notoriously know as scammers uh, they're desperate and starving they turn to that because they're desperate and starving and most of them are so young I mean there are there are you know rings and groups of people that do this and those very uh, organized that though they really are criminals and they are hurting all of the honest people who are in Nigeria trying to just have basic necessities of life and so for a thousand or two thousand dollars in a lot of cases you can sponsor someone personally and privately and that's enough for them to establish themselves uh, as an uber or um, you know do other service type of businesses that um, or something with computers or working online that allows them to get enough financial stability where they are actually earning an income because right now 80% unemployment I mean can you imagine and then the government steals their food and sells it back to them right now because of COVID and because of the recent protests which now they can't protest because they'll be shot they can't ask for help because they'll be shot they can't raise money for NSARS because they'll be shot if anyone finds out that they are asking um, for help or raising money or doing anything they can be imprisoned or shot and then their government hides the food from them and sells it back to them at five times the market price right now the prices of fuel which they have to have to have power 
to refrigerate their food if they even have enough food to refrigerate and they need to have gas uh, kerosene to cook over a fire they they're lucky to have electricity two hours a day they have well water they don't have running water you just can't imagine unless you pay attention. I want you to go watch a movie, but if you're going to do it, be prepared to have your heart broken because it is a heartbreaking story and situation there, but it does have somewhat of a happy ending. And it's very inspiring. And it's part of what made me realize that the only way to help is to help one person at a time right now. I'm hoping as our U.S. policies change that we will stop locking Nigeria and many countries in the African continent out of the ability to have any kind of stability and end hunger. They just want to work. They just want to earn a living and feed their families and have the basic needs of living. I think this is how we start the new economy. I think we start trusting each other and helping people individually. I think this is how we atone for what has been done with colonization and racism. So thank you for coming to my TED Talk on all kinds of things. <laughs> that went all over the damn place. But it ultimately comes back to I'm here to love the world into a higher vibration. And I'm not going to stop. And I'm really happy that I think I've figured out a way to teach some other people how to do it too. Because some of us who've been doing it for 40 or 50 years are pretty damn tired and we need some help. I'm starting to heal now and I really feel like some of the damage that I have taken, the hits that I've taken are starting to be corrected. I've had many miraculous healings throughout my life, so this isn't the first time, but this is definitely a different experience, and um, I believe that's part of the upgrade. But I would invite anyone who wants to help me love the world into a higher vibration to hop on and check out the coming videos on Instagram and do your own love expansion dance with me. Much love. I'm going to get off here before I start crying because I get very emotional about this stuff. Oh boy. And I'm sure a lot of you do too. Be well. I love you all. I'm so grateful to you. I'm grateful to my guides. I'm grateful to the Mintakas. I'm grateful to uh, the dragons and the fairies and all of creation. And especially to our mother, Gaia, who takes care of us in this earth reality that we've all agreed to come participate in.
It was a bit of a winding road, but shockingly, I think I got out what I was trying to. I probably left out a few parts, but as you all know, because everyone is having this experience, you are getting so much coming in, it is difficult to have a completely cohesive presentation of things. I decided after I heard it, I was like, hey, you know, that wasn't so bad. I think I may have actually gotten some points out there. Uh, I just want to reiterate that I love everyone and wherever you are in your journey is where you're at. And I don't expect everyone to be able to do this unconditional love and radical forgiveness thing. 20 years ago, when I first kind of started getting the hint in personal development circles that it was going to be necessary for me to forgive in a way not excuse just forgive to release it from my body that I couldn't handle at the time or that or the concept that I had planned all of this (laughs) stuff I was like uh, here's one finger and the other one both for you because go screw yourself but we develop and we grow and although I know I had to have the last 20 years worth of experiences as well uh, having that attitude for so long really prevented my full development and reaching this point a little bit sooner Um, at any rate I'm sharing a few songs at the end One is um, my friend Roberto Marchi from Italy, who I was talking about. He recorded this song with his guitar and asked me to come sing with him for one of his friends who died. She was a wonderful artist and musician. Uh, And it was beautiful. It was a beautiful moment with him. And then I'm slapping the um, the new love expansion exercise song on the end here in case you'd love to hear that. Maybe just let it wash some love over you. I know it's hard when you've been hurt a lot not to be reactive. And I know it's even harder to try to release um, a commitment to polarity against opposition. But that polarity is exhausting and it wastes so much of your personal power. So lots of love to you all. And Blackbird Fly. Let's all take these broken wings and learn to fly. I really believe we can. Una canzone per un'amica che è andata via. Blackbird's in the dead Take these broken wings and
Thank you. 